Update 10 is live. Peak player count broken without a free player weekend. And everybody's come back to see their initial thoughts on Update 10. Digi and I are going to give ours. But before we do that, we're going to go ahead and talk a little bit about a special project with Mosca coming back. New player guides, some behind the scenes, a little bit of conversation about their news, competitive scene, update, all this and more on episode 16 of Hell Let's Talk. Welcome to Update 10, Episode 16 of Hell Let's Talk, and welcome back to DigiShadow, who uh, we haven't seen in a little while. Yeah, it's it's been a while, but I'm glad to be back. I just had a couple fires to put out on my own. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, now we're I, honestly I've been I've been missing being on the show. I, I watched last week's and I thought you guys did just a fantastic job. Johnny Gunner, as always, just a great, great spirit and personality. Yeah, um, and, definitely. And, Double Definitely coming on it. to talk about, you know, the Kickstarter. But, you know, it's it's funny mm -hmm. you say put down fires because most people, when they say put out fires, it's a metaphor. It's something, you know, like I got a lot of stuff going on. Like, you literally went out and helped support the effort of putting out fires there. in Western Just logistical. Canada. Just logistical. Hey, Where's the machines got to go? You need hey. food? All right. We go. We're good. <laughs> but, <laughs> potty's uh, going. <laughs> so. I, I, know we, I know we had a lot of respect for you on that one. I'm going to go ahead and I'm, I'm, I've got a, I got a yingling to, tonight. Uh, just a. A beer we're not going whiskey actually had all the whiskey last night for a competitive match so i'm gonna oh, go yeah. ahead and raise my yingling to you there buddy and all the other uh, guys out there fighting fires cheers it's a hot one out there thank you Enchon. indeed i spiked coffee here <laughs> <laughs> did you go spike coffee i didn't ask if you went spike coffee they'll never know <laughs> <laughs> uh so did you uh let's go ahead and just get in the show you know just uh, so excited to get back into it and like i said before we jump into update 10 which is on everybody's mind our motif swimming and resources uh you got the gold bullion behind me and scrooge mcduck behind uh inchon there we got a really good show coming around that's going to cover into our first week of update 10 before we get into that i think it's really important we get into this special news segment um and welcome our good buddy from spain oscar Mosca, welcome back to the show. Welcome back. Hello. <laughs> so we've got a really good one from these two gentlemen and a whole wide cast of supporting crew that you know made this possible. But on Ju on on July 29th, the new player guide was released, and it is just fantastic. It is concise to the point, well balanced funny a lot of little inside jokes here and there and uh, again i think they it just knocked it out of the park mosca main illustrator uh and inchon kind of getting everybody organized into sections i think it all came together beautifully what are you guys feeling now that it's done and out there for the public <laughs> uh i would say done i i feel i feel uh relieved at a certain point it's never done yeah but we've already got <laughs> like we're already talking about other things we're going to do with it mosca i know uh the feedback um we, we've been reading every single comment and the feedback has really been a great reward unto itself just to see how well it's been received um the, so Let's let's before like we just didn't want to present it up on the show here and say, you know, here's the guide and go over it. We kind of wanted to we got we got Mosca live, you know, we, we wanted to go a little bit behind the scenes in the flesh in the flesh. In the flesh. 
And we'll, and, we'll uh, see a little bit of his creative processing. I mean, as always, exactly. I think everybody's interested in how we got to where we got to. Pull and the back, if mind. you will. Yeah. Yes. So uh, before before this actually happened, uh, and, and I think this is something to really highlight, Black Matter approached us saying, we would like you guys to tackle this project. Are you guys willing to do it? And we're like, hell yeah. So immediately. It was a hell yeah. It was a hell <laughs> yeah. That conversation. Yeah. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Because we obviously we saw the need for this and not just something about walk forward by W, left click with your mouse button, but something that actually taught people how to play the game, not necessarily, you know, from the game mechanic standpoint. So immediately I reached out to Zane Ganger, uh, a friend of the show. Uh, we've had a lot of his. He's been on the show. We've had a couple of his uh, guides on the show. Uh, Mosca, obviously, we knew this was going to be a written format, and um, I, I will never do anything written or illustrative again without Mosca, as long as he'll have me. <laughs> After working <laughs> with him, it's been a pleasure. But we, we definitely wanted something engaging and uh, put it out there. So we formed the team together, and immediately, Mosca, I know you just jumped into it, and you had a vision uh, that we were able to mesh really well. What was what was kind of your, this a little bit of your vision on this guide? Um, I know um, I wanted um, 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 a guide like the um, the infantry foot, uh, the infantry manuals and the the, the manuals for foot soldiers mm -hmm. of the yep. Second World War. Um, the, um, the the manuals um, um, was uh, were doing do, done for uh, soldiers. For veteran right. soldiers, new soldiers, and um, they have to be visual, quick, um, so, uh, only information, no yeah, theories, no, no, no one's, no, no one's ever said you're a scholar. You should join the military. <laughs> you yeah, know? you got to. <laughs> this you is death kind of stuff. Yeah. We need it quick and dirty, and I, exactly. you know, it's that balance piece that you can really see on this graphic you've got up there. Like, I mean, I think point for point. Uh, you yes. really see the inspiration being pulled into it. Um, what what is this guide from? Could you tell us on the left? And that is uh, this one is the um, Panther El Panther Fever. It's the um, guide for um, Panther crew in the World War Two. This um, that was translated to to, Ru to Russian too. There is a yeah. Rus Russian version. Mm. Yep, and, and I, I think a lot of that that kind of just set out there like, hey, let's make this. Uh, to a player guide. There was one example right here. Here's another example looking at the armor section for that Panther and how we kind of translated it over. Um, you know, and most guys, I know we talked about it. We didn't want this to be a wall of text. We didn't want to do just like, we wanted to make it try to make it as authentic to that World War II manual. Um, and you even did a little bit of post processing uh, to make the pages kind of stand out. What were some of those effects that you did? Um, usually the cheap printing, like in a word, and the printing plates are not well aligned. Mm -hmm. um, some colors go out of the of the line, so mm -hmm. all the um, all the guys have that effects, uh, blood and uh, dirty because it's like a manual that has been in the in the battlefield. Yeah, it's weathered a bit. I like that. I think that's a great effect. It's seen some action in the back pocket of somebody. Yeah. yeah and I, really, I think it, one of the best examples here, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll brag on Mosca, so that you can actually see a little bit of the back scene process. You notice there's our screenshots in game, but we didn't use any screenshots in the manual to try to nope. keep you in that World War II, 
uh, mindset. Voting, voting. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we had to obviously pull, so it would be relatable exactly for, to there. So this is just a brief glimpse of the work in progress on uh, Mosca's um, desktop. If you haven't, I go back. One of the favorite things we have ever done on this show was a bonus content of watching Mosca do this live and seeing the way he did it. There was times when mm-hmm. we were working together where I just watched Mosca and was just like watching Bob Ross paint. It was great. <laughs> uh, but I want to point to this one because I think this is like, uh, first off, a great visual representation of something that's very complex in the game of mm-hmm. not everybody can see all the nodes or sorry, all the map commands. Only your squad can see some, only the leaders can see some, somebody can see all of them. So you get a great representation about all this information in a snapshot that's aligned to the command wheel. It's got the after effects that Mosca talked about with that kind of like faded printing, not pristine. Like we could have made it a bright red, but it really stays within that theme. And then just in the bottom right, my favorite new cartoon you drew for this one. The, the t- I, I was so... I was so trying to get uh, uh, Mosca to put captions in this one, but he said, no, no, it's got to be this. Nope. And it was the right call. It's clean. It's clean. But it's I right here. The tank is here. Yeah. I wanted the caption. <laughs> Take on my position. My <laughs> exactly. It's, it's oh, the <laughs> amount of times that actually comes up. Where is he? He's on me. <laughs> He's like, freaking what? right next to me. <laughs> uh, I, I think this was great. Um, and now Mosca, you, you said you got support, like these icons and everything. Danny Art helped you out with this, with what? The graphics, the font, what, what else? You know, talk, talk about Danny's um, contribution to this one. Um, I love Danny because um, it's not only he gave me the, the icons. He gave me the icons in five minutes. I write, um, Danny, I need the, um, the munition icon. And they send me all the files. Um, it has been fantastic. Um, yeah, I nice have asked him for the um, the official in-game fonts. And the the lettering is the same in the, uh, that um, that the in-game letters. Um, I am very happy. It has been very easy know. to work with him. With him. And I've yeah, that col- the collaboration piece is just so, so important. I think there is a real good connection um, for these types of projects, um, I, you know, and it shows. I mean, the quality of it definitely, yeah. you know, the dev support uh, it was tremendous just getting this out. Correct. And you, I'm going to put it out here. Actually, if you look on the right hand side, just those icons, I've already pointed to people to this saying, like, I don't know what all the icons mean in the bottom left of who's my support player, who's not. It's all in the guide for you. Uh, highlighting. A work in progress here. Probably one of the uh, another great cartoon from you that you you made for this one. The bag, of, the bag of tricks. Like, I think you called it the Mary Poppins AT player, correct? Is that yeah. <laughs> when we were talking to this one? So I, I loved it on that one. And then uh, so here's some of the after effects. I will say this: this was, uh, you know, it was a, it was a group effort. Um, I put mangled bodies in front of you. Be alert. The the review team was like, no, it's Inchon, you can't put mangled bodies in the text. So it was fallen yeah, comrades. I remember. <laughs> but uh, I love the little bit of blood splatter. It gives the little characteristics. The, obviously, the art with the helmet in there for life expectancy zero. You will die in this game. You will die often. Um, nice little touch there. And then I think to end it here, um, uh, what just adds that extra little depth was your pencil markings. And this was 100% Mosca on that. Too. Yeah. Yep. Uh, defending <laughs> yeah <laughs> so subtle humor i mean it's just it's just so pointed i love it like it's it's that's awesome 
Well, and even I, I didn't take a screenshot of it on this one, but just the little pencil doodle. I forget what page is it on, Mosca? The little devil uh, pitchfork. Remember. Uh, I think it's like on this first, it's in the first half, but just like a little doodle in the bottom right to make it actually feel like it's been used, it's been weathered, it's engaging, you know, it's uh, without being distracted. All, all the coffee stains and then some blood marks on it. Like, <laughs> yeah, you went all out on the layers, my friend. That, our, that is our, just awesome. Artillery's got a little bit of singe. The tank's got a little bit of oil on it. Yeah, it's. it's <laughs> you got Slim, Slim X in the chat. Yeah. If Game still did box DVD releases, I'd expect this to be the mini booklet that would come with it. That, yeah. I think, is just so, so true. I, I could definitely see this coming in my Call of Duty 2, you know, box clamshell you know like whoa look at this book that is just that's so on point well <laughs> and, and Mosca, you're, you're you, you know what i was gonna say i hate to feel like i'm aging myself here but i remember playing video games and you get the game you get it home you put it in your cd-rom if your computer have you know no computers have cd-rom <laughs> and then while yeah. the game was loaded because you weren't on a solid state drive or whatnot you'd read the manual and you get excited the manual. Like, oh, where yeah. are the manuals i love the the manuals <laughs> Yeah, and the and it, anti anti copy in the right the third uh, letter in the fourth paragraph of page. Thank mm -hmm. you. Exactly, and, and and you got and you you had something tangible to read because your game took twenty minutes to load. It got you in there. This is kind of set up in that 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 same style. Uh, I think glad. we're I think we're we're dating ourselves a little bit, gentlemen. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <what? laughs> but who you watches mean, this show? Let's be honest. <laughs> okay, so I remember when Steam came out, and there was such a backlash about they're just gonna. What happens if you get a new computer? All your games what do are gonna I get be gone. for my money. Yeah. Now, <laughs> you can know? you imagine like some game you could only get with a CD-ROM to play? People yeah, just freak crazy. Out, but, so let's go ahead, uh, Mosca. This this has been awesome. The feedback's been great. Uh, before we kind of talk about how we're gonna close this out, uh, any final comments on the guide from your the behind the scenes perspective? Um, I don't know. I I want this to to grow up, um, because this is a new player guide, and there is going to be new updates, uh, change to the meta. Um, I miss um, uh, veteran tips, um, yep. something like that. Yep, we can do, we can definitely do more with it. And talking about doing mm -hmm. more uh, is if you uh, are want to translate this into a native language of yours, reach out to me. Uh, we've already got a couple people: um, Korean, Mandarin, Polish. I think we got a German lined up. Uh, but if you, Mosca, uh, uh, you're, you're gonna get some. We gotta get Spanish on there. Espanol. Um, Espanol. Exactly. Um, if you want to do re that, re reach out, reach, yeah, out. reach out, please do. It'll out. be huge. It'll be yep. the only thing that could happen is the game gets better. You got more people building garrisons. Exactly. Whatever we um, can do to get two more garrisons a game. Let's do it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, also, if you're you want to do video production uh, with this, maybe break this into a little smaller bite sized videos. Definitely reach out to us. Also, um, thank you, Mosca, for being with us on this journey, really being our Yoda to <laughs> guiding us through and providing this <laughs> also want to thank let me see if i can get everybody dash 30 who's a writer on the show double douche guest on the show oddball jane ganger um nuclear nuclear yeah, general t general t all right there uh great guys thank you everybody and i hope i hope this has been a good sneak peek behind the scenes for you guys to appreciate the guide um thank you thank so you. people thank reach you. out to us in sean uh, YouTube comments, obviously, on this one, or jump into our Discord, uh, discord.gg slash spree, 
Uh, we'll be able to get you on that one. And we actually have a whole separate Discord set up just for this. We'll bring you into that one and we'll talk about it on there. So thank you. Thank you, Mosca. Thank you. Always a good, you. always a good time with you, my friend. Now we get yeah. into update 10 and the package to unload. Okay, well, let's just start with the kind of outer skirting stuff, you know, the cosmetics of things. We've got a couple DLCs that came with update 10, mm -hmm. namely the Silver Vanguard. And with that, you got German forces getting those rolled sleeve uniforms Is for anybody use 11 those? classes. Is, no, no one's going to use that, right? It looks cool, all right? Your arms sleeve, are like beacons. But it's, it's the base model, so I'm not using them the per helmet. se. But... White helmet and arms. <laughs> I know, if you got like, <laughs> like a light skin tone, it's kind of a... I was using the... Um, you shirk a hat with okay. the flaps down because it actually hides more of the face. <laughs> I figure that was a little bit more camouflage. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you got the German forces with the rolled sleeves, U.S. forces, hell on wheels jacket, which is uh, real cool for the tank commanders to flash it, off for the first 10 seconds. Yeah, it's outside. cool. Like, it's cool. But you're in a tank. No one sees it outside the opening <laughs> minute. Like, it's, I, it's like the P spot camo for the German um, tankers that have earned it. Right. You know, I had a guy come up to me. Hey, check this out. Like, yeah, that's cool. And he turned around, went back into his tank one game. I was like, I guess he wasn't getting the validation, you know? So, so I, I, I give it crap. Soviet, no, I, yeah. I give it crap, but you're damn right. I have it on my tanker. So, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You may as well, right? Nobody's going to see exactly. it, but you know it. And then the Soviet forces with this uh, Silver Vanguard got the SSH 40 covered amoeba helmet. So, like your standard helmet with a little bit of camo on it. And I'm not sure if they came with a netting. I, I haven't put it on there. Uh, but do you know? This is in bold. You must claim this if you want it uh, by August 10th. Most of, if you've been playing the game, it should automatically jump in. It did for me, um, but there is some follow up link we can put in and I'll put it into the stream chat now. If you need to grab it, definitely get on it. Uh, don't lose it like the winter DLC package that now everybody wants the white helmets, right? <laughs> it's just you're just you're just asking for it. Exactly. And on top of that, we've got two other little sneak previews that they put in and locked it out to gray. Um, there's is a few more DLCs, the rear echelon DLC and the Lethal Tides Navy loadout DLC, which looked pretty interesting. I was liking me some uh, some naval caps there and the, yeah. the dark well, uh, blue skivvies. So the rear <laughs> so echelon is just for the Kickstarter guys. So mm -hmm. that that you'll see some people with that. I don't think they'll be coming out, but uh, you they Teased one while releasing the Silver Vanguard for the Kickstarter. They actually got this is the first time a paid DLC that we've seen, mm -hmm. uh, the Lethal Tide DLC. Um, $4.99. I mean, Digi, kind of where you stand. The, 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 everything up to Hell Let Loose at this point has been a base game. Now, base game. Yeah. And now I, the game is increased in price. See. Exactly. It's increased in price. It's gone into official release. Yep. Where do we stand? Are we still seeing game being improved? Right. There's been a firm commitments from the developer team that they were going to continue work on this game. Maybe we get all the way out to the Pacific front. Fingers crossed. We'll see what happens. I was very excited when I saw that new roadmap and see British forces. My Canadian forces becoming. Did you see, did you see then, the shotgun? Uh, did you see the shotgun? And I saw the shotgun. I was going to make a <laughs> meme of that later. Of uh, just that is the only thing. <laughs> I was looking forward to in the upcoming shut up, uh, shut releases. Shut up about your forward. Digi's got the shotgun. <laughs> got my shotgun. Yeah. Well, I I, I know uh, Johnny Gunner and his rifle grenade. He talked my ear off about how the shotguns make no damn sense. But all the same, uh, yeah. I think from a pure cosmetic value, what they're putting in here, four ninety nine. It's money got to go into the development team that's gotten bigger since the game initially was being developed and launched. 
I'm for cosmetics, but stay away from the loadouts. As long as that is not altered, there's no bumps to weapons or bonuses to speed or any of that nonsense. It's still a base game, and I don't give a shit if you've got a different helmet of historical relevance, too. I, I wouldn't go into the, the weird realm of, like, you know, the Hello Kitty backpacks <laughs> on, you know, soldiers. I still think I like the approach they're doing. They're getting historical models and putting those into the game. I wouldn't be opposed to paying the five dollars um, just yeah, if, if I know if, this is going towards the game. If they start partnering with Marvel and we get Captain America like cosmetics, <laughs> yeah. I'm out. I'm out. Uh, but uh, so I mean, a bold question for you, Digi: Is this is yeah. this a cash grab or is this just modern gaming and this is a a, a legitimate income stream for it? For Show me. me some games that don't at this level of uh, you know production. I think a lot of the games in this kind of realm that is becoming the norm. Uh, um, and it's yeah, again, it's that or you have to buy a full DLC for a new segment of the game, right? New maps unlocks. Keep it Paradox. in the realm. Paradox. <laughs> and keep it in the realm of, you know, cosmetics. I don't think anybody's going to bat an eye. I think that's still a, a bit of a cushion to give to the dev yeah. team a little bit more money to keep funding the development of the game. So I have no uh-huh. knocks as long as it stays in this world. Don't yeah. don't Pandora box it, you know? Yeah, no, I, I'm 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 there with you. If this cosmetics, as soon to me, it's a hard line crossing over where you get to any content based game, mm-hmm. uh, especially something that would give you an advantage that gets to a pay to win. Um, please do not get to yeah, that no. point. Uh, I I don't know if I see this as a slippery slope. I see this as a business decision. I'm okay <laughs> with it, but I'm also a little bit a uh, a little bit sensitive to if it. yeah i think it's it it should be well noted everybody would be sensitive to see that it stays at that level and i mean it's another step towards but it's not a step off the ledge so and at the Um, end of the day they they they, they gotta they gotta get some money get some cash flow pay the bills to keep businessman so my uh, money what is uh, a business to a lot of communities around here is actually the Mm -hmm. competitive scene so let's do a quick little Competitive scene roll up, and I, you know snap this shot, is I, snap shot. I, I need a bumper. I need like we need to get a bumper. Like do 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 do. If you've got any editing skills at all, definitely give us a shout as well. We could we could always love the editors to come. If in. you got a good HLL competitive like two second bumper, just bring it in here. But anyway, Summer Cup. We talked about it live. Uh, they went through the Swiss system for ten teams. Uh, you can actually see here the results after that. Now we're gonna be getting knockout. Uh, PBKA War and 82nd AD uh, got knocked out of the Summer Cup. Um, real hard, hard tournament for 82nd. Uh, the, all this points on the right, that's points that uh, out of 5-0 for four matches. Uh, 82nd AD was not able to hold on to any points through four matches during this tournament. Um, and uh, I, I know they're, they, they're, they are a, a perennial pillar of the community. Uh, expect, I'm excited to see what Jem comes out of this. I know he's going to be more uh, focused. And uh, mm-hmm. definitely not happy with these results. But talking about that, let's go ahead and look at the flip side. Pi and one of four, four games, 18 out of 20 strong points. That is impressive, especially when you look at that middle. Yeah, especially when you look at that middle grouping, a three way tie for fourth place. This is going to be a good tournament that we're going to keep an eye on. Uh, here's how the brackets are laying up with the seeding. Obviously, you know, higher seeds going against lower seeds. That's going to be mm-hmm. coming up there. Um, we'll be keeping an eye on that. Um, there's also the next upcoming event immediately around the corner. Digi is the 18. Yeah, 18? we 
18 v 18 the D D david farrell uh memorial tournament is coming in the teams have been locked in and the brackets are actually being made during this broadcast uh as noting uh there's a stream abenus is streaming out uh, the the flipping through for the bracket development uh, as we speak and a lot of new communities are getting involved into that and it's really exciting formatting the 18 v 18 strictly gunplay baby it's all guns blazing squad tactics at its core a lot of fun tournament uh, a lot of fun to be had in that tournament for sure yeah but i know they're gonna be broadcasting that it's a it's a unique format definitely looking forward mm -hmm. to seeing that also you have the uh um hl premier league uh mm -hmm. being hosted by br1 uh registrations are open for that one right now uh 1818 is closed registrations open for the uh premier league uh doing an american and european division and then the mm -hmm. top ones are going to face off each other you see a list there, a lot of guys that we see in the Summer Cup, some familiar names, some new names, 143rd Texas, um, making their presence on the known there. Uh, I see, uh, actually, uh, Mosca, the Bastardos, are coming back <laughs> the for Bastardos. Uh, coming back for more and uh, uh, be improved. Um, <laughs> but that one's going to be coming in uh, uh, September, uh, so definitely check mm -hmm. that out on BR1. And then, last but not least, the Community Bastards. From the old, old start, uh, we've got the community bastion Heidegger announcing the fall seasonal is coming back in October. And that has always been a pleasure and a delight because it is no rules, no holds bar, 50 v 50, pure and simple. And yeah, we'll probably be bringing, I think, Heidegger back to discuss that one That's once that gets underway as well. Maybe the game and is that, not shit anymore. I'm sorry, I had to do yeah. one Heidegger. I had to do one Heidegger. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, he's not French. Yeah, he, was he yeah. Belgian? I, I Belgium. forget. The, the game is less shit. It's, sh it's less shitty for me to at least do one. So, love you, Heidi. Well, well, that wraps up our updates for the competitive scene. And like again, we always appreciate uh, people bringing in the news, and we will definitely deliver it on the competitive scene because that I think is a big draw for us. Indeed, indeed. All right, so that's everything out of the way. Let's get to the heart of the show. Update 10 was released as scheduled. Let's give him credit for that. As scheduled, uh, yes. As scheduled, July 27th. Uh, and it broke, uh, according to Steam Charts, it broke the all-time peak player record of most players online at 13,865, which is, they didn't break it by much. I forgot exactly what the mm -hmm. previous record was. Uh, I want to say it was in the 13,000s also. Um, mm -hmm. But that was only during free player weekends, and every previous peak player was during free players. So this was thirteen thousand paid players online checking how the game came back. Um, it was actually kind of funny. Uh, was uh, went through my Steam feed a little bit, and there were some guys I hadn't seen on the game uh, in a while, and I knew that because suddenly they got achievements like win your first game as allies, kill someone, and I'm like, oh, they haven't played <laughs> since the achievements were active. Yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> Did he? I said, it brought a lot of people back, and that's for sure. I mean, I've yeah. been seeing a flourish of people coming into discords, communities um, that you hadn't seen old friends in a long time playing Hell Let Loose. So it's really good to see. Um, hopefully, the you know it's fulfilling the boots that we were waiting for. The Russians were were it. So I, I definitely think we've only got a week in. Um, I'm thrilled from what I've seen thus far. I am just like just so lost dog without a bone on all the new maps trying to figure out where should i be right now um i really think it's just the new players it's still like a new player weekend in that sense be kind be nice give them the information uh to help them out because we were all there once and i think like we could really see this be a great launch pad for all these new people coming in um with the release and all that said so 
really now, excited you, with the, you, you the came drop. across something that kind of like you enjoyed from a new player mm -hmm. uh let's go ahead and trip over to that one here so this was a, a meme you came up uh, <laughs> when you play an fps game and the game is fun the people in mm -hmm. voice chat are kind and uh competent maybe, maybe he hasn't played that long anyway and the community is <laughs> successful what is this place? I, I thought yeah, that was a and good I, find. I think that's that's really great. And we caught this up on the Reddit posting just the other day. And I think, you know, when you're seeing that is your general like your distribution on the forums, not in Steam, but in uh, the Reddit page, it's pretty it's pretty nice to see that it's getting positive traction from a lot of new people coming in. Uh, and really, that's who we want to retain is people that are like, whoa, this is actually a great community. And we want to keep those goodies uh, nearby and close. So indeed, indeed. Props to that uh, guy. So let's go ahead. Uh, we, we kind of, we've established a format here. With every new update mm -hmm. comes out, we ask the same four questions. So you're going to get eight answers that kind of stretch into longer. But eight core answers we're going to give to you. Uh, so the four <laughs> questions are, what is the biggest change to the metagame? What is the biggest change at the individual uh, player level, either positive or negative? What's the biggest change that you may not have noticed yet, but you probably should notice uh, going forward? And then what's the change that left Digi and myself just most confused? Uh, Digi, I'm going to let you kick it off here. So biggest change to the metagame, what's your take? As a result of the new update, I have to say that's that three-minute warm-up period. Um, of it or leave it, I love it. I think it, it's going to give a greater sense to, well, I mean, my M.2 SSD was nice being the first loaded in <laughs> and then jumped to the car, and I'm already at the midpoint before half the people loaded it's got to give a balanced game and that's what was missing because of this period of like boom flash because it used to be everybody had to run in and those were the old days you know the old 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 people playing this game still know that and you'd see the balance there but now with the trucks it's who can drive their fastest so now you get the great invisible wall at uh, two grid squares in um, yep. that ties everything up for three minutes. And I think this is a really good opportunity to take full advantage of the transportation. You've got trucks at every HQ spawn that you got, a, uh, you know, really everybody can get up to that front line and be ready to go. As soon as that wall just dissipates, you're on a full attack force and you've got a little bit of time to plan, brief, give the lowdown of your squad, get get the command chat kind of rumbling through. Hey, here, here's kind of the game plan. And maybe you can sort out some squads to do some additional stuff, build notes. Yeah. Um, that's another one that we'll get into. Why don't you take us over to that? Well, What's his, what is your biggest change? To well, the meta before, game? before I was going to say, you were talking about like with your M2 drive, mm -hmm. I really want to see a statistical study about the a higher percentage a player is to or more likely a player is to be a squad leader if he has an m2 and loads in first because mm, i always feel like yeah. if you're the first one to load in you almost feel like well i might as well be a squad lead uh as opposed to someone that's on a solid state uh but no I, I think i think that's good uh you know having all the transport trucks up there having the communication being able to move around get in squads mm -hmm. i like it better than the offensive um changes on our offensive yeah, warm up period. That's uh that's another I think show there on offensive mode. There's uh <laughs> I, I, I'll, we can go into further. No, no, I'll let you know. We're just gonna go ahead and talk. None of our show notes, none of our conversation talked about any offensive changes. We are a, mm -hmm. we are warfare mentality type of <laughs> that's that's our our traditional sense of how we play our game we're always looking for the warfare i think our server uh, esprit de corps server set up for mostly warfare plus omaha so plus we got omaha. Omaha. Get, get omaha. Yeah. so 
Gotta get but, Omaha uh, in there. For for my take, uh, and it, it's the background. He said at the beginning, swimming in resources. Scrooge mm-hmm. McDuck. Let's get him back behind there. There he is. Um, <laughs> like the thirty of each resource per minute minute ambient gain is ridiculous. And it's it's as so I'm going to point this out though because I want to I, I want to we didn't hear anything in this week about things that they're going to fix they're going to do most like update mm-hmm. eight update nine they were very vocal about hot yeah fix. I, yeah hot fixes we heard nothing this week about hot fixes so I'm going to put this out as a caveat in the patch notes they said it should be ten per minute now is that ten per HQ per resource therefore it's thirty or is it literally should be a flat ten across the way so this might be something that's going to be fixed but for right now you are freaking swinging resources as a commander you're flying with the artillery i there's no stopping to the artillery guns at this point you can get well, all three going the whole yeah. game our artillery you know artillery shells did not get increased now a lot of commander abilities did get increased but one of the biggest things if you have not seen what they did with encourage encourage was something that you just only oh, yeah. touched if you had final stand like not even worth yeah. clicking the button boom, but boom. now Final stand plus encourage doubles your ambient resource gain for five minutes. So, and you could use that every five minutes for free with final stand. Sync up those. So you're just just generating resources on resources on resources. There was one game on Stalingrad. I think I had like three thousand resources at the end of the game. Full ninety minute match. It was ridiculous. Um, I will say we did do a competitive match uh, yesterday. Shout out to BR One and the Line. Mm-hmm. Uh, meaning us on curse great game guys yep them german us russian um and the re- the the resources there was a few times where i thought well, maybe like we dropped below a couple hundred uh maybe i didn't use an ability off cooldown but for the most part every ability was used off cooldown and there was no constraint by the resources here so mm-hmm. um I, I don't know. I mean, as I say, the, the resources. What's your thoughts? Are- I mean, it used to be, let's go back on update and how update Two. nine really influenced the steamroll of no resources. And you are going to dig yourself oh, yeah. out of a deeper hole. Or go so back to how do you know, we update feel about eight. That? Where, you know, when you, yeah. you can only put resources in friendly territory. Like to me, the, 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 the resources in this game has just been a bandaid fix on a bandaid fix exactly like it's, it's you don't it's, know where it stands and, and i'm good i mean in case in point the game was gonna have these abilities and i think a lot of games you weren't able to use the abilities because you just didn't have the resource and then it's like oh why have the bother with the abilities right so yeah. i think this covers all bases as it currently stands you're able to use if you got a competent commander now it really puts big onus on commanders skill level to know when to time those things correctly because again the experience is there to continue to use it but are you hitting your encouraged with your final stand are you dropping yep. the katusha strikes as soon as you can you know and in areas that need it oh god <laughs> that's scary uh, there see those rockets coming in and, and you're like ah. <laughs> uh, yeah and, and you, have that. you tried I to love, dodge them yet have you tried to dodge one it was like a foot past my face and i was like jesus christ and then i blew up like two seconds later from another one you know <laughs> yeah like, I, I think i think where where we're at right now is competent commanders are going to be swimming in resources and incompetent commanders that don't understand final stand, encourage resource conversions, using the abilities during final stand are going to be kind of, it's going to be a feast or famine, uh, depending on mm-hmm. the team. Um, I, I don't I'm like I'm OK with skill and knowledge having an advantage over a basic player. I'm not sure it's tweaked enough um, for kind of my my liking right now. I, I do like 
I did like the idea of you could build, you could build resource nodes in red space. There was there was some tactical mm -hmm. and strategic thought about putting resource nodes that is now removed. With that said, what you you know, talked Digi about the dependent on the team to provide them to the commander, this remove the steamroll. I think that's gone. And while I may not have liked the the, the simplicity of what the resources now. I think that does uh, make up for the disadvantage of steamrolls. Um, I don't know if I've mm -hmm. actually seen too many five O's in the public matches that we've been playing. No, um, in fact, most public matches, I, I've been playing a lot longer games as a, as an outcome. I mean, you're not seeing no more tanks after you've pushed them all the way back to their final point, And it's like, oh, OK, there's it's just a waiting game, five, ten minutes and it's over. Right. And, and now you can see uh, those go on for considerably longer. I've seen some comebacks from the last point, um, you know, good offensive pushes because you're you got tanks, you've got this and that you can drop an airhead on your final point more likely than not and could dig yourself out of holes i think it really gives flexibility to the strategically minded commander to change a game because maybe you not didn't have the best break and you got unfortunate that nobody was on defense on your second to last point and they're all like still trying to push the enemy's second to last point and it happens right we all had those games where you're like oh that shouldn't have happened but that one sneaky recon squad got lucky and it happens i've i've solo cap points before it, it oh, it's yeah. a doable thing so now it's kind of in the reflex that okay we're not out of it we're not down we're not out we can work ourselves out of this um and really give some tactical advantage to a competent commander to do so so agreed. i like it agreed so that's question number one. Did you go ahead and kick us off? Question number two? two and this is always i always like this at the individual layer what layer? is the biggest change? Well, layer it's player. a level layer, layer level player, <laughs> you know, <laughs> positive or negative, positive how, what, or negative. How much coffee versus spike is in that spike? coffee? I don't know. I don't know. I, I just got handed it <laughs> this morning. So it's like, thank you. I'll take it. Thanks. All right. So like for me, I think the biggest like individual level player, and we're going to talk about this on the next episode, our tanking episode, uh, but it does have to come down to tanks and it's, it's, Besides the mechanics and the hitboxes, uh, driving is a point of frustration. I jumped in it myself. I got into a, mm -hmm. a commanding role. Actually, I see walking in the uh, chat right now. Walking and I uh, jumped into a tank, and it definitely feels different. It runs different. It, I would say there's there's a complexity that is added to it. Mm -hmm. The question I think for a lot of people when they're trying to get to is it a complexity that requires me to have a learning curve or is it a complexity that adds undue frustration and burden? I've, I've seen posts go both ways. Some tankers that I respect and trust, I've asked them. Uh, we're going to be talking more about that on the next episode. But what did come out of it, and this might kind of go back to meta, but I really think it's still at the tactical level, is solo taking is all but freaking you know gone. Um, yeah. you, you are going to be at such a disadvantage. Two-man tanking, I think, is going to be still doable if you already have the tank advantage. But opening, three-man tanks, man. You got to be rolling those three-man tanks. Three-man tanks, because it's, it's all about changing seat times have been altered. I mean, you're not going to be able to go boop, boop. As, yep. as you used to, and it's you're just doing a team disservice to play solo tanking anymore. Try and do a pair up. I, I you know, we had in our last match, I, uh, some of the golf fellas that were running tank, I think it was Jables, and I can't remember the other fellow's name, uh, posted up a great sneaky, and they Maybe. were doing a sneaky play on a, on a tiger tank, and they were running two man tank, but they had the drop on this tiger. And I, you know, I really think that was like to the advantage you really need three man to 
to do it because otherwise it's 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 too fast paced uh, yeah. you really need to be able to shoot when you gotta shoot so yeah that that's where i've seen uh like the biggest at the tactical level i think the armor changes were significant they did have an impact um for that you know at classes changes the, the whole armor at play really uh really was kind of the biggest one for me yeah how about yourself digi i think for the biggest change at that uh player level for me was um enemies are now marked by recon plane and vehicle to the support role and this puts into the question from my mind is support roles always kind of been the number two in the squad let's be honest because i think it almost makes it like an nco position because now they can see the enemy the squad leader can see the enemy you almost can like do the branching and have like hey visual visual you know there's communication another another layer of communication that the the support player could take over if the squad leads dead you know and he's like hey I, you know the recon just went over guys yep. you got this guy this the guy this guy and you really you can have more squad tactical um uh, approaches to things because the information's it just got that much more dispersed i mean two people knowing pinpoint precision of where things are is better than one person trying to communicate it out now you can almost have like a branching effect in squad play i thought it was really exciting to see that and it blew my mind when i first saw that i was like wait hold on why am i seeing these red dots and then i jumped into another role and i was like where do they go you know <laughs> so yes i think that was the biggest change the individual player in my opinion because i think it's just more information uh, readily available at the squad level and down to the support role being just as important as the squad leader at the squad tactic. Um, yeah. I, 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 I love your take of it as a, it's an NCO position now. I, I think that if nothing else, it's importance it would, now. It's always been yeah. important, but people always discredit it because nobody wants to play it. I'd play it now because you still get some pretty good weapons uh, as support in German. You get the MP40. Like now, you know exactly where the enemy are wouldn't yeah. want to play come on anything we could do to incentivize more support players the better i, I think that's uh, that's a great change um that really doesn't kind of you know shift too much because i remember at one point they were like i think testing to see if all players could see the recon which to me would diminish a little bit of that importance on the squad leader chain of command mm -hmm. communication uh aspect that many of us strive for in this game and many public players don't get <laughs> um, yeah. so i think this is this is a good way to maybe reach kind of more of that middle point, incentivize support players, get more people to possibly use communications. Even if the squad leader is not communicating in public much, somebody can uh, backseat squad lead. What, like an NCO is like, you're done, Lieutenant, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was thinking of more like a proximity chat of like, okay, you got to take that left hedge and hey, support player, can you go over and take this guy with you and, you know, take that other other flank out and, yeah. and, and then you can have that better information and kind of work with that or maybe the support player has got to run out the supplies to go build the uh, AT gun. And then you're like, Oh, Hey, by the way, the tank is right there. <laughs> you know, like it's, I think it, it was really a dynamic approach to it. And I, I was happy to see it. Yep. All right. So Digi, let's get into question number three here. <laughs> number biggest, three. Yeah. Biggest change you may not have noticed, but should, um, I, I'll say that this, this one is, uh, doesn't hit as hard as it has on previous updates. Mm. Uh, what we, we did update eight, update nine that we've been running the show. And one reason why it doesn't hit as hard, let me give credit to the developers, the amount of PTEs that mm -hmm. they did. Uh, Change really, logs. It's just fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it, it, we, we got a lot of insight about the upcoming changes, although be it there were some changes we didn't quite expect. So let's kind of dive into those right now. Digi, what was your biggest change that people should be aware of, but they haven't yet? 
so aware and that carries over with my first one um i think that three minute timer is great well now you got three transport trucks at the base hq to jump on in commander can spawn more you've got all this time in the world to get to these transport trucks it's really getting emphasized the transport truck is the way of the future to get into the point and we'll go like again we've brought it up in the past opening those two other lanes on the column side but I think off the hop, everybody should be getting a transport. If you, you know, their supply truck should be for those squad leads to go build up those four garrisons. But there's no reason to wait out a spawn at this time in the game. Like Agreed. I remember when 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 everybody would just be like, oh, "I'll just wait for you to you know go do your thing." And that's how I you know played most of the time. Like I, if I was commander or I was squad leader, I'd grab that supply truck as first with my M.2 and get there <laughs> at the line and wait. And I'd be like, "And hey guys in squad, just wait, just wait. I'll get it. You know, don't worry." Like, yep. And but that is not uh, a sensible thing anymore. Is when you can have all forces up at that line ready to engage. Some might blow up to the light tank. Some will get through. I think it's just more dynamic and um, a really change that I don't think most people notice. And the other con consensus with that, you get three minutes, so you also got your ability to build nodes in the HQ spawn. So you have three minutes. You can almost build all the nodes. Do not waste first. your time. Yeah, don't waste your time. Just build them all in that base HQ because they're all worth the same. Well, it's funny you mention that. So I'm going to go ahead and pull this up here. This is actually a clip from uh, yesterday's match, uh, which I think now kind of leads to, you're going to get some more of these cinematic moments. This is the first time for us. Uh, we are here and with multiple transport trucks. You can see it. And we actually, it, we got like a little convoy happening. You can hear it on the voice. But I look back around, we're in the lead truck. There's three transport trucks, a support truck, and a recon vehicle. Going right there as we're all riding the battle up there in Yamki on Curse. So one more time here on the loop. I, I I love it. And it kind of brings back some of that community feel that we talked about we've lost before. Now everybody's riding the trucks. We're riding up there. We're we're hey, sensitive. Hey, look who's driving. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I Did just you realized, yeah, I was I was lead truck on that convoy. I was so nervous. I was so nervous because I haven't played this game uh, or, or the this map much. So I was like, oh fuck, don't get don't hit a don't hit a trench, don't hit a trench, don't hit a trench. I was so nervous that I was gonna fuck that first vehicle. Yeah. And you know, they don't don't get stuck on the bridge and just like and it was so funny because like it was uh, like I got in the back seat and then like for two minutes people were like or for the first minute people were like getting in that driver's seat and then getting out of it like I'm not driving I'm not gonna drive <laughs> those ghosts those ghosts everybody kept getting out of that I was like all right fine I guess I'll take it and then <laughs> yeah so uh, no I remember I, how funny that was I, I think this is I, I do like how I do like all the changes at the beginning I'll have to say that um, I like how it's not just. Hey, if your team didn't get in the supply truck and race to the beginning, and you didn't have a garrison. Yeah. Like you're screwed. You're gonna lose a midpoint. I, I, or your I, supply I, truck gets stuck, like uh, Inchon drives it. But you know, like it, I think it's really balanced. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that wraps up episode 16 of Hell Let's Talk. Six. We're shut down there. One time. But, uh, One time. It's, it, there's again. There's a dynamic approach to that. Is now you have multiple resources going off the base you're not just waiting for that big spawn wave to come out of this one little tiny garrison uh, yeah love it i love to see these kinds of changes because it makes it a more engaging battle across the spectrum you got fronts on one side fronts on another side front in the middle it's perfect i think you can really really three trucks one right one middle one left yeah easy and and, and, and the, you get those pretty mostly full i'll i'll uh, put something else in there we, we competitive got much more nice like exactly it got much nicer to play now it's no longer like oh it's town outskirts uh well now town outskirts has changed so let's go to uh yeah uh, excuse me west bend uh west bend 
oh, well, they got the transport truck up there. We got to be at the disadvantage. Um, it's taken some of that RNG uh, away. And now with the three minute timer, you can have the commander can spawn a supply truck anywhere he wants to. Yeah. He can spawn an additional yeah. transport. He can spawn an additional recon. Um, so I, I think it definitely added a lot more tactical sense in the uh, beginning. Are we going to see that always translate into public play? Probably not. Competitive scene, I, I think you're going to see min maxing a lot of that opening three minutes that will have a determination mm -hmm. for the rest of the game. So I think that's mm -hmm. good. Um, for me, I would say I, I'm going to actually break this down into two, uh, two answers yeah. for um, what the biggest one is. So uh, <laughs> if you look at the servers up there, everybody's just playing Russian maps. Uh, oh, my God. I'm getting tired, though. <laughs> yeah. So we actually switched over our server a little bit to do a little bit different. And what you probably haven't noticed, because you haven't taken your, your head out of Stalingrad or Kursk, is that there's been a lot of performance increase by the many people are saying, not all, granted, not all, mm -hmm. but a lot of people are saying they're seeing performance increase on previous maps. Um, you know, some of the grass and uh, reduction has been done. The lawnmowers let loose have come out. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, yeah, take some time. Go, go take some time. Check it out. Look at your FPS on those previous maps. Uh, and ch uh, check it out on that one. So I I'm happy to hear some of that optimization coming into effect. Albeit, I think if everybody's seen the lag and stutters on Stalingrad, it's it's kind of fallen on deaf ears until they've seen other maps. Yeah. Um, but uh. The, the biggest, I think, things that people haven't noticed, because maybe they just haven't been in the command seat, is now we're actually getting on the Eastern Fronts that asymmetrical warfare uh, from the two, two points uh, specifically calling out for the Russians. Uh, the Katusha rocket strikes have replaced the bombing runs that we see from the mm -hmm. American and Germans. They now have a wider area effect instead of more devastating linear effect, and they're also on a five-minute cooldown versus a 10-minute cooldown. So is that an advantage? Is that a disadvantage? You know, it's, it's going to be up to the commander, but it does provide this asymmetrical uh, warfare happening there. The other point, Rush, German armor is, from all intents and purposes, uh, I think better than Russian armor. As I've talked to, we're going to have our armor discussion next week. Um, but uh, to I think the developers acknowledge that Russian maps now start with two medium tanks at the headquarters versus mm -hmm. one medium tank for the German. Um, so there's some... Asymmetrical balance that we're noticing there that I don't know if uh, if everybody's kind of flushed out. I will say um, uh, one thing that I think a lot of people was like we talked about in the last show, the OP rage about the shine. I, I, I venture for you to actually go out and say how much you've noticed that in game. I've come against <laughs> like I, I just yeah, haven't seen it. I, like, I know it, it's there. It's, I, if you'll probably hear it before you see it. And I mean, I, I love listening to the dialogue. The hot dog seven. This is artillery marker. Yeah, it's, Will, it's on a loop. Willie P. I, 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 I get a, I get a chuckle every time I hear hot dog seven now as I go past <laughs> the allied uh, OPs and garrisons. So. I get hungry. Yeah. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> I need a hot dog. <laughs> I need a hot dog. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't think of it as a great change at the beginning, but now that I played with it, it's not that bad. It's not a, it's not like a beacon, right? I'm not really like, oh, okay, there it is, 200 meters away. You're gonna know before it happens, and I'm still getting stuff through hedges. I'm not really like, you know, yeah, I don't no, think I, it's that defining. If I remember correctly, and once again, the internet will correct me if I'm wrong because the internet's great like that. Uh, I think it's 30 minute, 30 meter distance. You'll see the visual indicator of the shine and it's 20 mm -hmm. meter audio distance. With that said, there's been maps where I'm just like, huh, 
oh, there's an enemy OP over there or garrison. No shine, no shine, no shine. And by the time I'm looking left, right, trying to do all that stuff, I just, I haven't noticed the shine as much as the, it broke Reddit. Same, same play, yeah. you know, for me, it's like, oh, where's everybody coming from? Oh, that direction. Okay, there must be a spawn there. You know, like yeah. that that is not changed for me one slightest bit because I'm like, okay, so they're coming from this one house. I just saw five of them, probably OP. Oh shit, twenty just came from there. It's probably a garrison by that one house. It's probably right behind exactly. it. The the amount of Same outrage thing. from that was just like, ah, oh, that's triggered. It. Yeah, yeah. It, it was so <laughs> triggered. Too much. Black Matter is just going to console players. This is it. It's too uh, arcadey. Blah blah. I, literally, I have to now remind myself to look for the shine. Uh, it's just been so kind of uh, background noise to me, but yeah. which is kind of outside of the actual background noise to the OP. But um, that's for me the biggest things that I would say yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think the rocket strikes is uh, be it the five minute mark. I think the dispersion of them is still pretty wide. You know what you're going to get with a bombing run. Absolutely death through the, the you know, the line. Katusha is a little bit randomized. So like I said, we can you can dodge, but, you know, you might get the next one or you might make it out OK to get into a building in time. So you can see them coming more so than the bombing, because most people don't look for planes. Let's be honest, like <laughs> We do, but I think in general sense, nobody's looking up at the sky like, oh, that's a bombing plane or, oh, that's a, you know, supply plane or it's a scout plane. Notice I think the once the bombs hit, you're like, oh, panic sets in yeah. and you only got like such and such time to get to a house. And the Katusha, you can really see them coming in from a long ways away and hear them. Well, um, I was going to say the audio cue for the Katushas mm -hmm. is like pretty loud. Do we hear that? <laughs> it's a horrible version yeah. of it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, you can actually do it. And then you're like, Oh shit, it's coming. And then you actually start to see those. Yeah, and then you start to see those white trails and you're like, oh, we gotta get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I love Definitely those high some... adrenaline moments of the, even after <laughs> what I'm at 14, 1500 hours, they, they're able to give a high adrenaline moment. I love it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. So let's that's move on to let's go that's... on to the final question of the show. We've number four here. The change that left us most confused. Should I clarify, this isn't something that is viewed as an unintended consequence, such as not being able to shoot through windows or possible bugs like walls, not behaving correctly, like not glitches or game defects. It's just like the change that they put in purpose. Why is it confusing and why would they do it? What do you yeah. got for us, Inchon? Uh, for me, I'm going to take back on there. They said they wanted to stress the heavy tanks and like you would be rare to see a heavy tank in battle and it would be a a moment that you would remember that match. It hasn't materialized. Like I, and then so it, this is more for me, a, a confusion of the, you stated this, you had it on there and it just, mm -hmm. it just didn't go in effect. There was no cooldown impacts. Now granted the resource change, if it really isn't supposed to be 30 per minute as an ambient gauge, it's supposed to be 10. Maybe this will adjust. So I don't, I don't want to say die on this hill on this fight. But um, it just like I, I was looking after seeing it, I was like, I could use this tank on every single cooldown. It's still on a 10 yeah. minute cooldown. We're still putting the same amount of heavy tanks out there. Yeah. You know, who has well, what who is has, this? 400 resources now for heavy four, tank spawn? Well, yeah, it's 400 resources or final stand and for free. Yeah. You know? And and manpower is ridiculous now. It's it's I check it out it, when you guys are in your matches. About 90 minutes, hit the M mark. Well, don't do it at 90 minutes. At 89 minutes, hit the end, hit your map, check to the top, and you're going to have manpower. 
if, if your yeah, confidence, your commander's from confident. most most limited to most abundant in uh, yes. one update. It's crazy. Yeah. So so if you're looking at this, you know every let's say your average heavy tank spawn is now 200 fuel because mm -hmm. you're getting one at the 10 minute mark for free and the one at the five minute mark for 400 averages out to 200 you're generating what you know i don't want to go all the math anyway your resources are not the constraint at that point your cooldowns mm -hmm. are constraint nothing touched it i'm still seeing the same amount of heavies out there it didn't it didn't do anything for me let me ask you this question do you think there's a need for final stand anymore I, you know what? Final stand is such a critical element of a commander. I, mean, I now. use it, you use it, but I, I mean, is it is it necessary anymore? Um, I whew, I could see without final stand how that completely shifts the dynamic of commander choices. Um, I don't know if it would be necessary, but I don't want it to be gone because I feel it's like like that. It's that knowledge base that if you know how these things work together you should have an advantage over somebody that just randomly spams buttons um mm -hmm. so me. i, I, I <laughs> so i like it as a skill check let me say it like that i like yeah. it as a skill and a knowledge check um but i if they took it out well first off not a lot of people play commander so not a lot of people would complain um i don't know if it's necessary but i don't want it to be gone does it become more of a balancing thing? Because I think, like, yeah, a competent commander is one using it, and we see a lot of people that, d like, use it, but then they don't do anything after the fact. It's like, what did you, what did you oh. just do that for? So what if you were to remove it, would that almost balance the game out for, like, that skill competency? Like, it's just people hitting the buttons, right? But, yeah, and you can maybe. still coordinate your tanks with your, you know, strategic sense, but you don't have that... Get that free candy button, right? That's exactly. gone now. Everybody is kind of like, oh, you don't have to like already you know, fired all your rounds. Go at the cyclic rate. Yeah, They're all you don't free. have to be as efficient anymore, right? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a save round here because I actually have one thing that as a commander. So uh, all three people that watch this show as a commander, that main commander, uh, notice Am that I actually, one of those? <laughs> you, you, no, you don't watch the show. You're on the show. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but notice, and maybe you haven't noticed this yet, Digi, for, for our, our, like our subsect of commanders, uh, mm -hmm. the icon to the left of your order. That's just like the, um, uh, like the final stand. It now actually has a cooldown clock inside of it. So final stand mm -hmm. lasts for one minute. So you can actually see how much of your one minute you have left standing on there. I think that's a great UI interface. Uh, you're encouraged. It's, uh, you know, for five minutes, you'll actually see a click around for five minutes. So, you know, if, yeah, I still have it active or not active. Reinforce clicks around. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a great change. So. Yeah, that is a nice UI update for yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah. So that, but that, the, the heavy armor, that's the answer for mine for, I'm just confused about what they said and what was implemented here with the heavy armor. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of going up against tanks on Kursk. This <laughs> is like, oh boy, okay, they can see me from five, 700 meters away. Okay. Yep. No flanks. Um, yeah, so you, my piece, my component for what left me most confused, I, I only got into it maybe like a couple games, was artillery. We knew in the change logs, I didn't get a chance to play artillery in PTE, so maybe it would have been noticed there. But me, what left me kind of confused was why they slowed down some of the pacing on the mills to go up in elevation and down in elevation and then the turning speed seems a little reduced so the artillery took like a little bit of a hidden buff or a nerf um i maybe it was aware and i i'm just like getting getting filled in now but that was kind of left me confused i know dispersion was going to be 
coming with the update. I just yeah. wasn't expecting like the overall turning and, you know, site change um, was going to get nerfed down in speed as well. So it, it, it's comfortable. And I like the sounds they put for it too. They have new, new uh, sounds for the artillery <laughs> click, guns click, and click, 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 the, re the reloading. And cause if you're running and you're still like one man tanking, but one man artillery pieces, I don't think will ever change. Yeah. Um, flipping from seat to seat, you know, if you're going into do the reload, it feels like it's like a half second, two seconds slower to hit the R button for the tank, the, the, the round to go in. So it feels like it's actually slower paced um, all around uh, as well as that dispersion effect. So artillery took a little bit of a change and it's kind of like, OK, well, I mean, and rush, rush, maybe, maybe it was too dominant. I, I don't know. Yeah. Rush, and Russian artillery now has a different mill distance that still goes the same mm. range. There's but now if you're using a traditional artillery calculator that has not been updated for Russian mills, uh, go out and find it. The, the, yeah, you're gonna be killing teammates. <laughs> yeah, you do. And so I, I'm not. I'm not understand why do they make Russians different than art? Like why did they make that interference with Russian artillery different, but yet not provide any actual mechanical difference? It's not like Russian mm -hmm. artillery shoots like 50 meters longer. Yeah, I mean you already. Yeah, the German uh, metric versus the Imperial American <laughs> artillery, and they were the same. So I, I don't know. That's. It's yeah. a weird, weird change for sure. Uh, it's so. just confusing. Yeah. So take heed of this. Go make sure you have an updated artillery calculator if you're on Russian. <laughs> exactly. So. And if you if you have the know-how and programming skill too, make sure you're building the artillery uh, updates in. <laughs> indeed, indeed. <laughs> so I mean, overall, Digi. I mean, we we kind of talked about this. We, we I don't think we can really kind of put a pin in and say update ten nah, successful, just... not successful. Um, Only a weekend. No, yeah. we got more. We got more time and more planning to be done before we can give a good consensus in. But I think we good, got good coverage for what we've seen. We've already got our first competitive match within our uh, new Discord community, Esprit de Corps. We had a really good turnout. And again, thank you, BR1, The Line, uh, KRT, and our good boys from Goff uh, to jump in with us on that one. A lot of Pick fun. Off update and 10, right? exactly with a good competitive match so it got the juices going again so i think it's only uh tits up as they say uh from here um and i really can't wait to see what comes down the pipeline and who's, like i who's, said who says that uh i who's just they? did <laughs> <laughs> no I, but I, I i think you're if i understand that yes i agree <laughs> no, so, it's... I, I, in, in the same sense like yeah no i think it's it's all going in the right direction and uh can't wait to see what comes out yeah, I, I really want to. I really want to hear more about the developers. What this hot hot patches, hot fixes coming in? They got to be planning to come on uh, with some of them. Um, I think as far as determining maps, effective, not effective, uh, we got to play some more time on them. They're definitely different. You are definitely you yeah. definitely know you're on the Eastern Front. Um, yeah. I will. I will give a little jab. Why did you guys close off Bear Court Manor on St. Marie Dumont? I, I know uh, that. I, yeah, that's it's a got good like one. I, it's got like a little sign that says like being fumigated or something. Like that was such a great point to fight in. Um, I love that. That manor uh, was fun. Please open that. Has to be on the hot patch to open that back up. Uh, but other than that, yeah, like I said, we're we're gonna see. So um, I, I've, let's go ahead and wrap up the episode here, Digi. Um, mm -hmm. uh, any any final comments uh, from the show? Path forward. Like I said, uh, it's exciting to get back into things. Uh, really glad to be back on the show and get this underway. Um, really excited to have a good chat with my buddy and uh, talk and bullshit. You know how it is. So Indeed. really good. Uh, thanks for watching the stream, guys. I really appreciate all the turnout we get from the community. And as always, you know, starting with that community guide uh, when we first brought in 
into the show. Like I, I think it really speaks volumes. The community is what supports us and it's what we're happy to do it for. So and, thanks indeed. guys. Cheers to you. See Cheers. you on the battlefield. And uh, I can't say any better than Digi. So take care. <sighs> Tits up. <laughs> <laughs>